Ah, speaking of the quarterback situation, we got to go to Pittsburgh right now as the Steelers coach, Mike Tomlin, names rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett, as a starter ahead of the Bills matchup. Do you like the way Mike Tomlin has handled this quarterback situation? And Zach, you've been a guy that went on a lot of politicking tours when it comes to Kenny Pickett. I want to know, now that the move is made, what's your thoughts? Yeah, man. So I'll just start by answering the question. Will, Ryan, I'll tell you this. I'm a big Kenny Pickett guy. Will knows that. And I didn't even say I wanted him to be the quarterback right off the gate. All I said was I wanted Mike Tomlin to give him a fair shot in OTAs, in training camp, in the preseason to win the job. If Mr. Trubisky was the better quarterback and earned the job, fine. I would have had no problem with that. But Mike Tomlin would not even let Kenny Pickett practice with the first team offense throughout the preseason and training camp, which is unacceptable. He was drafted because... Not, or I should say not because he has a big arm, not because he's so physically gifted. He is 24 years, years old and kind of similar to Mac Jones. The sell was he's ready to play right away. But the Steelers, they signed Mitch Trubisky. But a few months after they draft a quarterback, which doesn't really make sense. Like if you believed in Mitch Trubisky, uh, you wouldn't have drafted Kenny Pickett and Mike Tomlin. Throughout the first four games, like, honestly, guys, the Steelers are lucky that they didn't go 0-4 with Mitch Trubisky as their starting quarterback. And even before the season started, when Mike Tomlin announced that Mitch Trubisky was going to be the starting quarterback, I looked at the Steelers' schedule, and I said, okay, week three, you have a Thursday night game at Cleveland, and then you have a 10-day mini-bye, and then you have the New York Jets, one of the worst defenses in the league so far through the first three games, three-plus games of the season, coming to town. That is the perfect time for you to pivot, make the move to Kenny Pickett, especially if Mitch Trubisky is struggling. And Mitch Trubisky, throughout his first three-plus games as the Steelers' starting quarterback, he didn't look any different than the guy we saw that was booted out of Chicago after being the number two overall pick. He was making the same mistakes. He looked like a guy that was afraid to make a mistake because he knew the inevitable. He knew the situation at hand, even though after the game on Sunday, he was not too happy that he was benched. He, you could tell by his tone in the media, which is not ideal. Like everyone saw the situation coming. And when I look at the Steelers team, it sucks. TJ Watt is hurt and he makes a big difference. I think you could have a real conversation about this defense. I'm usually a big fan of the Steelers defense. I think they've been one of the better defenses in the league over the past few years, even without TJ Watt, I expect them to be a top 10, top 15 defense in the league. And they blew, uh, they let the Jets go down the field for touchdowns twice in the final nine plus minutes of that game. That's unacceptable. But anyways, Kenny Pickett theoretically should not have played really well in that Jet game. He's never practiced with the first string offense. He did not go into the week as the starter, even though it was pretty obvious, okay, this is the time to put him in. And interestingly enough, the whole vibe, the whole atmosphere of the stadium changed when the Steelers put Pickett in that game. He threw a couple interceptions that I don't really think were his fault. I'm not a Chase Claypool fan. I think he's overrated. He was drafted to, to uh, catch 50-50 balls, but he turns the 50-50 balls that he should catch into interceptions. I want to see George Pickens more involved, which Kenny Pickett did immediately. And the thing about Kenny Pickett, I'll say, is this before I pass uh, the mic. I, he, during his college days, he was at his best when his back was against the wall. And even when things weren't looking great, like on Sunday when the Jets had uh, a 10-point lead in that game against the Steelers, he has no problem talking smack to his opponents, even after he gets blasted. And he doesn't even mind, like, if the coaching staff is hard on him. I just think he's a winner. I understand he's not 
the fit, the most physically gifted quarterback, but I just think he's a guy that he's clutch. He could win you games and he has an it factor about him. I just spot it from miles away. And I think he's going to be a really good player in this league. And I know the schedule for uh, Pittsburgh coming up is really tough. They have a road game at Buffalo this week. That's going to be really hard to win, especially uh, without TJ Watt. And then, and then will they actually host your Buccaneers. But then after that, they go to Miami and to Philly. That's a really hard four-game stretch. I think Kenny Pickett could win some games in that stretch. As crazy as that sounds, I know everyone is calling the Steelers season over, but just watch out for it. I, I wouldn't give up on him just yet, but it's an unfortunate situation. I think Mike Tomlin botched it. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, for me, um, this is different from the San Francisco 49ers um, situation, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And here's why. AFC is loaded, as we all can probably agree on. Um, this is not a Pittsburgh win now team Super Bowl. For me, they should have went on and started Kenny Pickett anyway, just to get him out in the fire. It's not it's not it's not a do or die situation right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's kind of letting him get out there into the fire, see what he can make. I'm I don't think of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers as a team expect to be in the Super Bowl. But let's be clear. We're not expecting the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC to be in the Super Bowl. So this should have been an easy move for um Mike Tomlin. And, you know, another thing that happened last week, it's so much easier when you got to go into a game knowing that a game plan or a team is not game planning for you, they game plan for Mr. Trubisky, then they take you out. It's so much relieved pressure. It's like that 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 time when you come in if a quarterback is benched, you can play with so much relieved pressure. Then now we're going to see what Kenny Pickett does when he's in the game plan. He's the number one starter. He's the guy going through the product the entire week, and now teams know that hey, Kenny Pickett is our quarterback. So like they're game planning to deal with Kenny Pickett. And like you said earlier, Zach, you were saying that um. He threw two interceptions, and even when he threw two interceptions, it was interception. Excuse me, it wasn't even a big deal. Like it was like okay, he threw him. Like crowd still was happy. The crowd was behind him. Mister Biscuit was a guy just to come in. He was an experienced guy. Well, he's been around the league for a while, so they just they knew that he wasn't like logically gonna be the starter for for a long time or be a starter this entire season. They just used him to kind of give Kenny Pickett some time, which I guess. The cup ran over, and they end up putting them in there now. But right now, Baltimore, even though they've been bad on defense, you got um, Cincinnati probably going to win division. With it's like right now, it looks like Cincinnati could win division or go to who's that? Well, Cleveland could be in there. If Cleveland plays well until Deshaun Watson gets up. Who knows? But right now, Cincinnati is still Cincinnati's division unless Lamar Jackson puts this team, even though he will take it back, he's already put him on his back. But he has to really put him on his back and win games with him because the defense has just been pathetic. But for me, I'm just being honest. Like, Kenny Pickett is the guy right now. You're not in the San Francisco 49ers situation where you got an elite defense, loaded team that could possibly go to the Super Bowl. The Pan not the Panthers, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a situation where they have to, like, they're trying to, you know, win games, but it's not in the situation is do or die. Either one of these quarterbacks, honestly, if I'm the coach, can start because you're not in a do or die situation. This ain't like you got Patrick Mahomes on the sideline again or Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. Then the offensive line for Pittsburgh is not good at all. They're going to run them hands in the dirt. The Patriots made the playoffs. The Patriots made the playoffs last year, and the Steelers. I know TJ Watt is hurt, but they have the number one paid, uh, highest paid defense in the league. They also have really good weapons. I know their offensive line is shaky, but Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Claypool was a high draft pick. 
Pickens, Fryermuth. Like, they have some dudes on this team. And I understand the quarterback position might not be ideal right now, but Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. He's a really good coach. Like, I just think even though Trubisky, we knew he wasn't the answer. Like, there was no excuse for that. This team should be better. At that point, I realized that I just triggered Zach at the moment before I finished. So with that being said, raw thoughts, I get it. Like, um, Mike Tomlin hasn't lost the game. I mean, he has. He always had winning seasons. But at the moment, I'm still saying, like, I don't know what the expectations are. For me, am I coming into the beginning of the season? They were playoffs last year. I, I, I mean, I, I, I get – I get the playoffs and stuff, but like when I when I'm saying that, Zach, I'm saying it like expectations. You know how we have expectations. Do we expect the team to be in the Super Bowl or their Super Bowl contending team, or they just a team that's just gonna be in the playoffs and hope they can get lucky and get a run? I don't have no expectations for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, like I don't know what Pittsburgh expectations are. Go ahead, real little. It's your turn, man. Raw thoughts. Look, I agree with that statement. I don't know what the expectations are. But I have a lot of things to say, and this is the reason why I wanted to go last, because um, just buckle up. Now, to answer the question outright, no, I don't like the way how Mike Tomlin has handled the situation. Look, I think there still is, and, you know, they are a great football team as far as, like, how they ran. We know that. But their issues are just deeper than Mitch Trubisky, okay? And I'm going to get into everything right now. You see, there's a lot of connotations and misconceptions about Mitch, and there's a lot of turning perceptions that are good about the Steelers, and both are false. For example, that somehow Mike Tomlin is still a top-five coach in the league. That's false. The fact that, oh, the Steelers are greatly ran. Yeah, they are, but they have no identity. So you can take that for that and take that how you want to. Like, I look at this team, where's the offensive identity? Matt Canada's a fraud on God. Like, he's a fraud, honestly. Like, my man can't scheme nobody. Can't even scheme up a play for Brady if he wanted to. He's trash. We don't know what he's doing. And yet, Chase Claypool comes out, and he says the same daggone thing. And I quote, I don't know if we have an identity. I think we're still figuring that out right now. Okay, cool. On Sunday Night Football, this quote about Juju and what he said. He learned so much in a few months. Okay, with Kansas City, over the five years, he learned with the Steelers. Mm. What does that tell you? When Chase Claypool comes out and says what he said, when Juju comes out and say what he said, okay, cool, I got more. I'm not even done. The one preseason game that I saw Miss Shabisky in Buffalo with my guy Brian Dable was the best game I ever seen in his career. And that was one preseason game. I saw half. Okay, and that was better than any game I see over here. So what I'm trying to say, I guess where I'm going at is that the Steelers are poorly ran today when it comes to offensive football. They don't know what they're doing. And it's okay to admit that. Okay. Also, I got even more for you. I'm coming with the fire. The top five teams in offensive EPA or the Chiefs, the Lions, the Dolphins, the Browns and the Seahawks. Four of those five teams have below average quarterbacks, not even superstars. The Lions, Jared Goff, the Dolphins, um, Tua, the Browns, Jacoby Brissett, the Seahawks, um, Geno Smith. So if they can do it, then why can't Mitch do it on the Steelers? So, yeah, I'm not saying that Mitch was the better quarterback of the two. I have no clue. I'm not high on Kenny Pickett like Zach is. I don't know what the kid is made of. Yeah, I guess I get to see what he's made of right now. But what I'm saying is Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, hell, Tom Brady. Either way, 
They are not setting up their quarterbacks to succeed because they have no OC that knows what he's doing. They have no identity. The offensive line stinks. It's garbage. And now their defense stinks until TJ Watt gets back. Will Shadamas on the mic. Yeah, well, and I, and I agree with a lot of that. And I think Kenny Pickett is better suited to handle that adversity than Mitchell Trubisky because we saw exactly in Chicago, Trubisky in a bad environment. Like he blew up in a couple games. He would cost the Bears a few games. And I think Kenny Pickett is just better handled for that. The schedule is really hard going forward. I totally understand that. But I do think the Steelers just had to make a move. You, I agree with Ryan when he said he should have started right away. I think Pittsburgh in that scenario would be better than one and three, but their defense just has to be better. It's unacceptable. Uh, and Mike Tomlin is interesting because, like, I see what you're saying, but it's hard to say a team is poorly ran when they haven't had a losing season in like 13. I mean, years. they draft well. I think, but with me, you know? the thing that I see with the Steelers that they do well is draft well. That's why they are good enough to win games. But when it comes to taking that extra step, like winning a championship in the more recent times, they fail because it's more than about talent on the football field. You have to scheme and know how to do things. There were so many situational things that I've seen in playoff games with Mike Tomlin. And I'm like, yeah, uh, what, what's that? Like against the Browns, when he decided to be conservative. Like, yeah, what's that? So, yeah, you can have the talent and that could get you to the playoffs. But it, your coach got to be right. Sometimes the matchups come to a chess match with the two guys on the sideline. And Mike Tomlin, is, he's losing these battles. And everybody said, oh, you're a top five coach, you know, because he never had a losing season. Let's look beyond that. Okay, cool. That, that's a stat. Yeah, okay. I'd rather have Andy Reid's career than just that. So, yeah, like it's a lot of things. And then there's another connotation when you talk about Mitch. I talked about the false ones with the Steelers. Actually, with Mitch, there's a few because a lot of people was like, oh, he don't push the ball downfield. He actually leads a, well, second in the NFL in deep passes. Targeting a receiver 20 yards downfield. It's just that he's not efficient with it. Maybe that's just not his forte. So I think not saying that Mr. Bisky, once again, is a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett. What I'm saying is the reason why I did not disagree with starting Mitch and I kind of disagree with taking him out right now is because I don't want to see Kenny Pickett be another victim of what Mr. Bisky is a victim of, which is you go to a a situation that they don't know what they're doing offensively and you get pulled down in that mess. Like I see so many quarterbacks, Daniel Jones, get pulled down in that mess. Like, like I said, once we let go of that perception that the Steelers or this great franchise, then we'll start to understand and worry about Kenny Pickett instead of saying, oh, go in there, kid. Go ahead. You a gamer. <laughs> I'll just say quickly, I would be very surprised if the Steelers' offense is even worse with Pickett than it's been with Trubisky, just because I don't think it could get any worse. I'm not a Matt Canada fan. I don't think Mike Tomlin is a top-five coach, but I do think he is, I would say, a top-ten coach that you're going to feel good at at most times. But, yes, the defense has to be better. Uh, but, look, I'm a Pickett guy. I think he'll do more with this offense uh, than Trubisky. And I know the schedule is really hard, but I, I think the Steelers could surprise some people if their defense just improves a little bit, which might be too big of an ask. Uh, you know, this team, it's hard because I'm, I'm just a big Pickett guy. They need to get Najee Harris going. They need to get George Pickens going. I just don't think they should be this bad because aside from the quarterback position, they have some talent. And even without T.J. Watt, and uh, that loss to the Jets really was unacceptable. The Jets never won in Pittsburgh. That was the Jets' first win in Pittsburgh since 2010. Like, how does that, I'm still shocked it happened, honestly. I end here, and this is a hot take that I'm leaving us with. You know, and say how you want, take it how you want. I was never high on the Steelers coming into this year. I had them in fourth place. I actually had the Browns ahead of them, and I still am going to hold on to that. But my hot take here is that 
this is going to be Mike Tomlin's first year with a losing season. Right now, they're one and three. I'm on my way there. Things can fluctuate. Things can change. But right now, I think this is his first losing season. And um, whether it be Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky, I don't care whoever. I just think that right now, the Steelers, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to have a winning season. And if they do, then go ahead. Throw the parade like I usually do. Well, let me ask you quickly. I'll say, I'll say it again. Their next four games, right? Uh, at Buffalo this week, hosting, hosting your Buccaneers. I think that's two straight L's. Now, granted, yeah, the Buccaneers have to be... Yeah, I think... What's the record? Two... That's all I want to know. What's the record? I'll probably say, where's that Miami game at? At Miami. The only home game is uh, against Tampa. I'll probably say that they lose all three. Because they beat Buffalo last year. I think Buffalo... Buffalo, Tampa, Miami, Philly. Tampa's the only home game. I'll probably give them one. Out of respect. I'll give them one out of the four. I might go... It could be possibly 0-4 for me. But Miami will be the upset. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We'll be back after the break for the final topic. Keep it locked.